Welcome to our Pnimi. This is Saratova Beth. We are learning Vasilagani Tafshin Chafteis. We are past the cryptic part a little bit. If this seems cryptic, you can imagine what it was before. Um, um, as was indicated, you know, maybe all the work this year, there's going to be some very high mystical stuff going on. Not going to be, also is, and we're now in Rosh, Rosh Chaydesh Shvat, so it, the fun already begins. Actually, many years ago, this was the night when the Gulf War began, if I remember pretty correctly, on Rosh Chaydesh Shvat. Um, if we look in the Chitas, also what happens hmm, in the Chitas today, uh, pretty strong. So just parenthetically, that means if the Gulf War began, as it, we're pretty sure, Rosh Chaydesh Shvat, um, 31 years ago. We're now in Parshish Bo, Parshish Bo, where Hashem says, come to Paro, etc. And of course, Paro's heart, the evil, the heart of the evil one will become harder, and he will, the bad guys will become even worse. That's what's happening in the Parsha. And yet in the midst of all of this, there will be these huge signs. But it's going to feel like it's, it's going to be one step backwards, one step forward, two steps backwards. You can't tell. And, and um, of course, Moshe and Aaron come to power and say, let my people go. And, of course, he doesn't want to. Of course, he refuses. So there's this, let us go and let us finally be free. And, of course, the bad guy, Paro, and the epitome of evil says no. And 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 in fact it says, don't you know yet that Egypt is lost? Because Paro's servants say to him, how long will this be a stumbling block? Let the people go. Let the Jews go. Let the people go. Don't you know yet that Egypt is lost? That America, don't you know that yet? That America is lost? Etc. And so now we begin, we're talking about the, the plagues and Hashem creates a very strong west wind and it carries swarms of locusts, right? There's locusts, there's a wind that brings all the, an east wind to blow all day and all night and it brings a swarm of locusts throughout all of Mitzrayim that they eat up everything. It's almost like the radical left, right? A swarm of locusts that blow in from, I don't know where, China, I don't know where. <laughs> and they eat up everything. They eat up all normalcy in what used to be a normal land. There's no greenery. There's no life. They eat up everything, all values, all morals, all everything. All sense of all cognitive thinking, they just chomp it all up. And then eventually Hashem brings another wind, a west wind, and all the locusts go back. Etc. So this is just actually that's that's for the second day. That's for the second reading. But this idea of going now to face the evil. Hashem says, we will go right into the center, the core of evil, we will face it. Him. 
but you will face him with me. And through this, we're going to face the very core of life and everything. Okay, so now going back to Basi Lagani, we are in, as we said, in Dalit Oistalit. When Hashem, before Hashem contracts his light, or ain't safe, there's in, in, infinite levels, adding case. But once he contracts his light, then he contracts it into ten channels, ten spheres. That comes through the contraction. So after Hashem contracts his light, he still creates, he contracts his light, but he has many, many worlds. When the spheres come down into the world of Atsilis, Atsilis is a place where Hashem is kind of very openly, visibly seen. When the spheres come down into this world, Atsilis is a place where it's still, there's a lot of achtas, a lot of unity. And so this division of things into ten, it's, you hardly feel it. Because the screaming reality is unity. But still, these spheres that are in this unified world, there are ten of them. We said before, tensies. The Yisermizeh. Sorry. And more than that, Shigam HaSphiris HaGnuzais Himbe Mr. Eser Daska. Even the spheres that are concealed are in the number ten. Ten and not nine. Ten and not eleven. L'chairis. Kevanshim Yitzad Eser. How come? How come the spheres, once Hashem contracts his life, they have to be in ten, not nine, not eleven? Kevan Shemitzad etzem hasphiris him ad ein case. Mitzad atzmam, because the spheres in themselves are infinite, ad ein case. Ketzad nasaba ilam atzilis amisbar de eser spheres dafka. Why is it that in the world of atzilis, the number, it's the number ten, dafka? How come in Asilus? Asilus is such a unified place. So why is it in the number 10? And the answer is, oops, and the answer is, mm-hmm. because of the contraction, Hashem leaves and left us an empty space. The very first contraction he created whooshed through his whole presence. And he left this big empty space. Totally just pulled away all the light and left this big empty vacuum. The Kavan, Shayadea Timsum, Baha'or. Excuse me. And that's because through the contraction, the light comes. Vagili, Bilchinus Midavukul. Hashem has to contract in order that the light should should be revealed in a finite way. An elephant is an elephant and a, a sandwich is a sandwich. Lachem, not to a spheres, then it's by So the spheres have to be in ten, number ten. 
Well, Zemavayr b'maimer and the free, and the Reverend explained. She inin to believe who lorak nea tinsim. So, if there's infinity, is it only before Hashem contracts his light? No. Even after he contracts his light. But you just said tensies. Everything comes in tens. Maybe yes, but shenatis hagbala de eser vila right. There's a limitation of ten and not nine and nine and, and ten and not eleven. But Yeshna Gama Inin Shaspheris came by shall bleedful. But the spheres are also infinite. They're ten and not nine, and they're ten and not eleven, but they're also infinite in a different way. And how do you explain this? The Alter Rebbe explains in the Drush of Gimel Shittas and even other places that were not printed. The spheres of Atzilus, as they are in Atzilus, they are believable. To such an extent. Bechinas nal deshinta mayafu amecha bena alim. Okay, huh? The spheres of Atzilus, as they are in Atzilus, they're infinite to such an extent that in order for them, that in order for there to be creations, you need creations. You need a world in the world of Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya. These are limited creations, you know, elephants, cups, all that. In order for those things to be able to exist, it comes through a certain level. It's called nal deshinta. Maybe shoe, the shoe of the shina, maybe. Bayafu pamecha benalai maybe. Yeah, shezewa ininamalachin. De metateu sandal. Okay, it's certain um, certain angels, um, and it's connected to the idea of kind of like obviously not real shoes, but and sandals, but something like that, or so it seems. If I got it right, unless it means um, the 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 key to the shina, maybe. So even if you're talking about Malchus, which is the end, it's at the bottom of the world of Atzilus. The bottom of Atzilus, you have Malchus of Atzilus. And it makes a bridge to go over to the other worlds. Kevan Shaklalis Inyana. What's the whole thing of this bridge? Why do you need a bridge from Atsilas? Because you need some kind of revelation. Shine all that stuff from Atsilas down to a lower world. Because anything that's in Atsilas is kind of infinite. And the Rebbe Rayat says, um, I'm not sure what, in a certain safer. There's a number. 
12,000. Oh, I see. So we're talking about, you know, certain number of letters, etc., but really, and all kinds of levels, whatever. Mm. We're talking about Bleagful. Even though when we're talking about 12,000, I'm not sure the 12,000 12, what, but it's really Bleagful. When you're talking about these thousands and thousands and thousands of hosts, etc., I think of Malachim, of angels, when they come down here, there are many, many. So, here's the question. What is our Ein Saif Lamata Adain Tachlis? What's our Ein Saif? Not that goes up, 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 up higher. That goes lower, 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 lower. What is it? Shagilui Vispashtus Ubechinus Ein Saif Ublifol. The revelation is Ein Saif and Ublifol. This bleakville is not just before the Simpson, but after the Simpson. Okay, so we're going to stop there, but we, we're going to draw a slight armchair possible conclusion. Maybe, maybe. What is the practicality of this minor for us? <coughs> Never before saw a Basi Lagani that's so mystical or difficult to, to learn. So what is this? Said in 1962. Interesting. Was it a very uh, mystical year? What is this? So it seems that all this infinite light, this infinite before it's contracted, even when it comes down and creates worlds and worlds and creates us and all of the things in this world, we're really, we're looking at limit, limit, limited things that really are not limited. A chair is a chair and it has to stay a chair, but we don't want to be caught in feeling like there's, there are no, <coughs> There are no possibilities. We live in a world now where we can bypass many, many, many limitations that we're used to. And it's not only said by Jewish people, but by everybody. Out of the limitations. (coughs) And maybe the Rebbe is preparing us for a year in which we will see a lack of limitations and we want to experience in our own lives a lack of limitations.